Hi everyone! Hello! It's Tammy and Casey and we're the MI guys. And we're here to enhance your communication evidence-based skills. I got that a little backwards. We're here to help you enhance your evidence-based communication skills, whether you're an individual, an organization, or just to help serve your community. So, welcome to the conversation. So today's question actually comes from the Washington State area. Okay. And it's a, a friend of mine that, it's an actual situation okay. that we're, he asked me what to do and I was like, I don't know, let's talk to Casey. Okay. <laughs> so um, this question is, um, he's an occupational therapist, so he goes to people's homes and um, he goes into the house and asks them a question about whether they have kids that are local to find out if essentially they have a support system to help with some of their needs that are happening. Okay. And anyways, and so um, they did say, yes, they have kids, but then it turned into this really um, emotional and, and sad story about you know losing a child and so that's something that this friend really wanted to make sure that this person felt heard and didn't want to take that away from them but at the same time he's also there to do a job right and so how do you balance helping someone to feel hurt in that moment <laughs> but also trying to you know guide the conversation a little bit yeah this is this is a really good example actually of is it an MI-based conversation or not? So okay. I can give my perspective on communication. Yeah. Um, but it's also one that I would specifically say, fundamentally, that's not an MI-based conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's not a target behavior. Mm -hmm. um, the, he, it's not, per se, if that's the parent, that's not necessarily his identified client. Mm -hmm. um, so the first thing that I think is, oh, when I start thinking of a checkbox of is this an, is there tension between the two of them? Is he trying to help them resolve their ambivalence? Is he trying to create a behavior change or help orchestrate a behavior change? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, this isn't an MI-based conversation. Makes sense. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, there could be some ambivalence that you could think of, some good reflective listening, definitely empathetic. So I, when I think of some of the basic structures or intentions, of course, there's great elements, but there are great elements of all sorts of communication methods mm -hmm. that overlap with motivational interviewing, but it doesn't make it motivational interviewing. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I think of is, well, it's not an MI-based conversation. Yeah. When he gets into the OT side of it, it could absolutely, because there is going to be a target behavior, there's yeah. going to be uh, a treatment goal or a, a process goal that they're working towards. Yeah. Absolutely, there's the shift. For me, this is the weaving in and out of an MI-based conversation. Is it MI? When is it not MI? Yeah. The, the thing that I think of when we look at the structures of motivational interviewing is fundamentally when somebody starts to share that, they want to feel heard and understood. Mm -hmm. So if you have an empathetic response, just a normal human empathetic response, usually if somebody's sharing that, they want to feel heard and understood. Yeah. Um, even if that's not the nature of what your question was about. Yeah. So there's that time you can just be kind of honoring where the person is and who they are and the struggles that they've had. and. This is the part that I, um, I'm going to tread lightly on because it's what I think of with when you're being mindful in communication is what's the ultimate intention. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to say you're strategically shifting away from that conversation yeah. um, because that in and of itself is not motivational interviewing. Yeah. But we also know if you want to give more attention to the change talk side of it, mm -hmm. which is strategically listening, 
while you're being present and you're still focused on their values and their goals or their what their values are, you can use some of the skills within motivational learning that are just good communication fundamental skills, but it's not an MI-based conversation, exactly. if, if that makes sense. That and totally makes sense. So, so that's mm -hmm. what I think of is, you know, that's been really difficult for you and, and it's had a significant impact on your family and, and has kind of left this, this gap. And, and then what I think of, if I'm going to shift the conversation um, for the reason why I am there and it doesn't end up into uh, sitting down and having coffee and talking about you know, yes. how it's impacted their life and going into that, especially if that's not my primary role, yeah. that my shift may be something towards, um, and now you're in a situation where you really want to make sure that, that your um, son or your daughter, uh, whoever you're there to see or whoever you're doing the OT with, yeah. um, and, and so for you, you just want to make sure that they thrive and yeah. that they're in a place that they need to be and, and it gives you even a deeper appreciation for making sure they have all the resources to be the most you know exceptional human being they can be so mm -hmm. when you look at your so I'd be thinking about the the surviving child um, you know what would be kind of the best case scenario um, yeah. given that so so again that is not motivational interviewing yeah but it's some of the skills within motivational interviewing that are very deeply empathetic yeah that are very respectful but also from a professional perspective, how do we shape the dialogue into something of why we showed up mm -hmm. there at the same time? Well, really honoring yeah. that people have gone through some significant trauma as well too. Because we want to honor that. Yeah, Everyone absolutely. has a story and we definitely want to honor absolutely. that. But at the same time, when you only have so much time allotted in situations, yeah, sometimes absolutely. you do have to gear the conversation to accomplish what you need, what you're there for to do essentially. And I'll tell you Tammy, the, the thing that's really helpful I think when we even talk about this is people will mistakenly say, oh, you should have MI'd her or you should mm. have MI'd him. And it's like, that is not what motivational learning is about. Yeah. Again, is there is there discord that's happening or resistance that's happening that you're trying to eliminate? Is there a target behavior um, or something that's an attempt to be changed? And is there ambivalence that you're trying to navigate through? Yeah. Those are more your indicators for is this an MI-based conversation and that scenario across the board is not but people mistakenly yes. say well how do I MI her in a situation or how, I, how do I MI this situation it's like that's not what it is that's not MI that you don't MI people yes but, but when you when you step back from that and if you suspend that and say okay that's not what MI is about and you go I want to be very present with this individual in this moment in time I want to be able to to actively listen and step inside their reality but I also want to be able to shape the dialogue to the point of the referral or the presenting problem, which mm -hmm. is the OT with the, um, the surviving child, then, then that's how you can also use good skills and listening skills to be highly empathetic, but also move the conversation towards the point of this, the referral or the um, yes. presenting problem. Well, so people have to understand two things is there's MI-based conversations, but there's also just communication conversations yes. where you are just communicating something. Absolutely. Yes, there might be some skills that you learn from a motivational interviewing-based conversation that yes. might gradually go over to this communication, but they are two separate things. They are separate things. And then I also just want to circle back to you real quick. You talked about weaving in and out. Yes. And, and that's something that you can easily do in conversations too, depending on, like you mentioned, if this is a situation where you are trying to help someone work through their ambivalence, they're working through a problem, but at the same time, you also might be having just some normal conversation or communications throughout that conversation. So it might just be a weave in and out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, where you think of, does it fit the primary bill of what MI is mm -hmm. intended for, what it was constructed for, what it's that what we've learned through lots of research and, 
and data in terms of what makes an MI-based conversation and what outcomes are we trying to help orchestrate, mm -hmm. um, kind of co-create with the, the person we're working with. So, and what is our primary role? Yeah. You know, if you and I are going to go out and have a glass of wine together, it's not my primary role to, to help facilitate behavior change with mm -hmm. you, unless that's something you specifically are like, I'm struggling with this, I need mm -hmm. to get on top of this or better control of this, then I can weave into more MI strategies. Yes. But in those situations, what I'm, my default always is, I need to be careful because how attached am I to Tammy's outcome, how, I, how attached am I to this person's outcome. The more attached I have to that outcome, the more it's going to start to have a contaminated um, non-alignment with motivational interviewing. Mm -hmm. But then people will call it MI, and that's where my, my writing reflects comes in. It's like, that's not fundamentally an MI-based conversation. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So. That makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you so very much. Absolutely. Thank you guys for watching. Feel free to send any questions our way. We will happily answer them. And I hope you guys have a great day. We're just hoping this provides a communication solution that's going to change your world. Bye. Take care.